Very pleased to welcome back to the show, timingthemarket.ca, Don Vialo with me. Don, appreciate you taking the time. And you know, I got a boatload of questions for you. And one of them comes out of your work that you said the first six months of the year, you're kind of looking for some action, at least on the metal side of things, which uh, is music to my ears, but maybe you could elaborate a little bit. Exactly. Historically, the best time to own the mines and metal stocks is from around December of every year, right through until uh, June of each year. And that trade is actually acting quite nicely already. That's one of the trades that we offered at the end of the year last year. Uh, mm-hmm. Already the uh, the XME, which is a way of playing it, uh, it's up uh, 9%. But the odds are very good that this particular ETF on the mines and metals will continue going higher right through until approximately June of this year. Uh, and uh, sorry, I could have started with this, but also again, when you were with us last, we talked about the presidential cycle. Just give us a quick reminder of where we're at in that presidential uh, cycle and what probability and what seasonality tells you about it. It's fascinating. Historically, the best time to own both US and Canadian equity markets is from around the middle of the second year of the presidential election cycle. Of course, that the middle of, of the uh, presidential cycle was approximately last October. Since that time, both the, the Toronto and the uh, U.S. equity markets have done very, very well. You've seen the uh, S&P 500, for example, it was up uh, approximately 14% since that time, and the TSE Composite is up about 13%. But probably more important is what happens during the third year of the U.S. presidential cycle. That's the strongest year of the four-year cycle. Historically, Going back to 1930, would you believe, uh, based on the Dow Jones Industrial Average, the uh, the average has increased 14% per year during the third year of the U.S. presidential cycle. Wow. Uh, by the way, timingthemarket.ca, you get an update every day from Don. Uh, sorry, I'm just, as you know, I'm just throwing stuff at you left, right, and center here. Uh, but... Uh, let's talk about oil for a moment. You know, let me just throw that out you quickly because we've had this sort of settled down period. Uh, what would what would you tell us about that from at least a seasonal point of view? And then we could talk technically. You know, the other tools that you use. Well, for the sake of giving you updated information, I just bought the XEG. That's the Energy Sector ETF on the Toronto Exchange just yesterday. So. Clearly, I'm very biased on this particular idea. Mm-hmm. Historically, energy stocks go up quite nicely, both in U.S. and equity markets, right between now and May of each year. And it took a little bit of time to get things going this year, but it's finally starting to come through. One of the things to watch very closely is the price of, West, uh, of the Western Canadian crude price. It's gone from $46 per barrel at U.S. in December to right now, it's $58 US per barrel. It's already going up quite significantly. And because we're in the period of seasonal strength, when demand for oil and gas increases as we get closer to the summertime, look for the, that sector to move, continue to move nicely higher. I feel like I'm a machine gunner here just throwing stuff at you, but you know that leads into two other things. One, I'll start with, you know, you look at the weakness in natural gas, and I'm wondering if uh, seasonally, seasonally, does that provide an opportunity, or what are you seeing on the technical charts when we've come down this far? Interesting. Uh, right now, uh, uh, natural gas has a bit of a problem. There's lots of, en- of natural gas around, and so that's been the problem. There's been an oversupply of uh, natural gas. But the other thing that's kind of interesting is that 
just during the last couple of days, we've seen the price of natural gas trading on the U.S. markets finally starting to show technical signs of bottoming right around the $2 per MCF uh, level. And remember, natural gas prices a year ago were trading around $10 per mm-hmm. MCF, so they're heavily oversold. And so the possibility of a seasonal upswing in uh, gassy stocks as well as oily stocks, particularly in Canada, are actually very, very good this year. And one of the other things I always give you credit for, because you were the one years ago telling me about this trade, and that was looking at wholesale gasoline, and it made perfect sense to me. People don't drive as much in the winter. Then they're going to have to switch grades you know, into summer grade, which shuts down refining capacity to some degree, and then we're going to start driving a lot. So, I mean, the, prob- the, uh, the number of times that that worked out on a seasonal basis, just broadly taking the seasonals and going, you know, it, the, pr- the propensity for it to follow that path was huge. Well, I have a confession to make. Uh, remember the end of last year, I recommended the purchase of gasoline uh, futures. Uh, or mm-hmm. You can actually do it through an ETF, as simple as UGA. And uh, the confession is that UGA has done absolutely nothing since the end of last year. However, you're right. All the signs of a recovery in gasoline prices coming to the uh, seasonal driving period into summer is getting set up. The optimal time to own gasoline and gasoline futures is from the end of March until the end of June. On average, uh, UGA has gone up 8% per period uh, since it started uh, trading about 14 years ago. So it's getting lined up. It's okay now to start nibbling, uh, but you may want to just really try to catch the the low points over the next uh, month or so for a really good trade coming into the summer. So again, uh, you play it or play it, you invest in it and trade it from UGA as the symbol. That's correct. That's the yeah, just want to make sure everybody understands that. And as you say, it's you're not taught on this one. We're not, I'm not talking long term. I'm talking it's been a consistent winner at a very high probability. Uh, you know, it doesn't guarantee anything, but you the probabilities in your side. And then as you do, you then throw in the technical charts, you know, and at timing the dot timing the market.ca, you know, to see, okay, am I getting that kind of action that I'm looking for? But I just, I, I, you were the only person I ever t- heard talk about that, you know, until you had done it quite a while, then somebody else, you know, then other people start, but it was Don Vilo who put me on to that trade. And as I say, the probability has been large. We'll see what happens, but that's why I always love to talk to you about that. On the charts, uh, UGA is forming a nice base pattern, hasn't broken out yet. But watch it very closely because it's getting set up for that typical summer trade. Yeah. Okay. So let me, I, I had to get that out of my system. <laughs> <laughs> but let's, I want to come back. Okay. A couple of more things before I let you go. And again, I just go through this laundry list of people say, well, what does Don think about this? So I've got to go to the precious metals. I've got to go to gold, uh, you know, and what you're seeing right now in the markets. Yeah. It was interesting this year. Remember uh, during the conference call at the end of last year, we mentioned that gold was in the season. Right. Uh, there's, there's two periods of seasonal strength for gold and gold stocks. One is from mid-December right through until the end of February. And the other one is from the middle of June to September. So at, when we had the call last time, we were right in the middle of the mid-December to February uh, uh, seasonal trade. Mm-hmm. What actually happened is gold and gold stocks took off during the month of January. And by the end of January, uh, XGD, which is the gold ETF trading on the Toronto Exchange, was up 11%. But then something happened. 
something very important that happened to gold and gold stocks. We saw the US dollar, which had been weak up to that point in time, bottom and start to move higher. That was the typical sign of you've had the trade in gold for that season. Now is the time to take some good profits in, in the XGD. Yeah. Interesting stuff as always. Uh, Don, uh, sorry, you, you sort of preempted me there a little bit with uh, anticipating. Uh, I just wanted to talk and finish off with the US dollar, Canadian dollar kind of relationship or, or just broadly, either one. Yeah, it's been fascinating. Uh, since the beginning of February, the US dollar index has been strengthening. By definition, the Canadian dollar has been weakening. Now, this is not typical. Typically at this time of year, the Canadian dollar right around the beginning of March, right through until around the end of April, the Canadian dollar strengthens relative to the US dollar. Of course, that could still happen. But for now, uh, the advantage is to own US securities with the US dollar strengthening relative to the Canadian dollar. Well, and as I say, you can get an update uh, every day. You can go to timingthemarket.ca. That adds the technical element. Also, you talk seasonals there too, but it adds the technical element. And uh, I always find it very uh, elucidating and helps me with my sort of conceptualization of what's going on. Yeah, thanks, uh, Mike. It's been fun. No, great to have you. Don Vialo, timingthemarket.ca.